0: Hey, this is Ryan Dungy, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show.
1: Hey, this is Paige Craig, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show.
2: up everybody with dark side we're back for episode 141 i am going to keep this pretty damn brief tonight you guys follow us on instagram social media whatever you know what happened to me this weekend so i'm a, i'm struggling a little bit to catch it catch my breath uh but i do want to thank our title sponsor torque one racing who is providing high quality economical performance parts check out torque one racing.com For grips, pegs, handlebars, shifters, and more, Johnny at Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry. So follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. As well as our other sponsors, Shock Socks, All Sport Dynamics, Blood Lubricants, Fly Racing, Powerband Racing, Works Wheels and Mods, Extreme Colors. Did you guys see that helmet I posted on uh, Instagram that Kirk at Extreme Colors painted for me? Suckers, badass. Go check out my Instagram. Williams Moto Works, a Cheruby's, TJ cannot say that, and X-Brand Goggles, all a huge part of this show, making it happen for 2020. Um, like I said, we're going to do a probably a pretty short show tonight. Uh, I'm still, as we do this, trying to hook up a couple other guests to keep it going. We're going to talk to TJ in a little bit about this past weekend at Cycle Ranch, all the fun we had. We've got a couple cool stories with Damon Bradshaw um, and uh, one bad story. But anyway, uh, quick break. We'll be right back.
0: And if you don't use X brand, then you. What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Intecam. I'm here to tell you about Aturibus USA. For decades, Aturibus has been the leader in motorcycle plastic accessories, like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull Factory KTM. Factory tile Hockey, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as stuff. All you got to do is go to achirubyusa.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Motorized Padro sent you.
2: All right. I'm here uh, with my, my sometimes producer who's out in the oil field again trying to make the big bucks. What's up, DJ, TJ?
0: Nothing much, just coming off of a great weekend of producing some wrecks from you, and then watching some wrecks from you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, you
2: you purposely took me out one time.
0: No, it was totally your fault. Okay. I purposely set you up. I set you up to go down. Yeah, but you you knew
2: I was right behind you. You did that shit on purpose. (laughs) So, thankfully we were going uh, relatively slow, and it wasn't too terribly bad.
0: Well, I'll tell you what I figured out later. Okay. I unin unadvertently actually was trying to help you. I knew I don't that's not a word. Sorry. There you go. Inadvertently. Inadvertently tried to help you because I, that next jump obviously you hurt yourself on later. So you needed to be slowed down before. <laughs> exactly.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well maybe maybe the first crash where you took me out, I bumped my head a little bit and that's what caused the second big crash.
0: <laughs> oh man what the
2: heck bro like well well, before we get into that let's talk about the fly fun day this is your first time going to that event it was held at cycle uh cycle ranch down in Floresville, texas put on by wps fly racing todd trejo is the san antonio rep he's behind everything what'd you think of the event
0: i can't believe it's not bigger like i can't believe anybody who's a moto person that's I mean, look, we drove. How how far is it? Six hours. Six
2: and a half for me. So probably six for you. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, and I will drive that six hours again to go do it again, even if I was just being regular average Joe, um, because just having all those vendors there. I have a video that I've edited, and as soon as I get to where the internet's up, I'll post it up on our YouTube for the show. Yeah, I th- I find but, it I um, find it
2: funny. That you took video, I took video. I almost died. I had to be, you know, ambulance to a trauma center, and I still got my video up before you did.
0: Well, because you were sitting around doing nothing in the hospital, and I'm working. That's actually the so truth. Anyway. That's actually the truth. Back
2: to back to the your thoughts on or the fly fund day.
0: <laughs> so the got um, getting to do something I've never done before. And try out a set of boots. They they like Star was sitting there. They had other people that had products. um Brian from a let a couple people try out one of those Cherubis seats on the yamaha or a because he had one <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i already told brian i told you i'm a redneck and i'm going to say it right, way, right. i guess and he said it's okay he said because of my texas accent i can say it <laughs> how i want to. all
2: right fair enough that's what
0: brian said so anyhow they um i mean all the vendors set up yeah. there all the product it was just like this is a pretty cool event like i'm it was really cool actually and like I said, I'm not I don't know all the guys and I wasn't like hanging out the whole time with just like the fly reps or the or you know, certain reps, but just being there and watching and talking to some of the people who were there, like one guy and his son. It was his first time his son has ridden on a dirt bike track, he's ridden before. I mean those kind of experiences. It was really cool.
2: Yeah, it was a really cool event. Um you talked about uh Alpine Stars being there, I actually demoed a set of the new Tech Tens on Sunday, uh, and you were extremely happy with them. You kind of you've been a Tech Seven guy, is that right? Tech Eight, Tech Eight guy. Sorry, somebody else had some old Tech Sevens, but uh, and and you tried the Tech Tens, you fell in love with them. I've been wearing Tech Tens, but they're about two years old. So I I demoed a pair on Sunday, and that's what I was wearing when I crashed. I thought, ooh, maybe I got me myself a free set of Tech Tens because they were putting me in an ambulance. And while I was, like, you know, getting put in the ambulance, I got a call from Connor, who was with Al Pansari, saying, Hey, dude, I I, I know you're hurt, but I need those boots back. So, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> while they're... Was,
0: that's what your whole plan was. The plan was yeah, to get right. a pair of tech cans out of it. While
2: they're putting me in the ambulance, I'm like, Yeah, hey, Skippy, you got to pull these boots off, because Skippy was there, and, man, Sk- Skippy yeah. shut everything down. He was doing, he was uh, one of the uh, MCs for the day, and he he went to the hospital with me and helped take care of me. Brian Fullerton, who we talked about with the Cherries, is a retired EMT, and he t- helped take care of me. And a guy, I got to give a shout out to Jeff Wilson. I hope I have that name right. Um, but he was he was the guy that was wearing the orange fly gear that was bald. I said, hey, that's like Blake Baggett in a few years. Yeah, you remember that? So he he is also yep. a retired um fire fire uh, San Antonio Fire Department and EMT. And man, those two guys took care of me. While we waited forty minutes for an ambulance to get there, but anyway, I'm, I'm jumping ahead. But um, I did I, I, back to the Alpine Stars; those things were amazing. Uh, yeah, a lot of cool vendors: Motul, um, Firepower, batteries, and chains was there. And yeah, re-
0: Firepower was almost giving chains away; they were selling them so cheap. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I don't even know if we should say how much how cheap they were, but I bought two.
0: I d- guys just need to show they're cheap enough that I'm like, I'm like, that's a good deal, and, and you know how <laughs> right. cheap I am.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the track was primo. Um, you know, you and I, if anybody watched our YouTube channel, saw us kind of going back and forth a little bit on the night track, just, you know, shit, probably half throttle, yeah. just having fun and, you know, cutting but each I've
0: other. Got, I've got edit together from us being on the big track and the night track. I got the video made. I just don't have internet here to be able oh, to post yeah. it. As soon as I go to town, go to McDonald's or somewhere and, and load it up. But, it, it, yeah, it was a fun day.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think it was. It's something that I think is going to continue to grow. I've heard they may try to move it to the Dallas Fort Worth area in the next couple of years, where I think they would get quite a bit bigger turnout. You know, Floresville is pretty. It's pretty far south for the for the Dallas Fort Worth area, guys, and it's kind of out in the you know the boonies. But the place is a phenomenal man. I, I I had a blast, and other than that one moment, right?
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: So, um, and your wife Kathy came. Did She have a good time.
0: She did. She really. Did. She got to hang out and and um, talk to the guys and and some of the other guys brought their women with them and they hung out. She was she wasn't like super excited about that, but we did go to see the Alamo yeah. and down to downtown San Antonio uh, on Sunday, so that was cool. And I only did one day of the fly. Yeah, day. you were there Saturday. Like done. Yeah, I had no desire to be there on Sunday until about halfway through the day on Saturday. I was like. <laughs> I kind of want to stay
2: now. Yeah, yeah. I was. That's the most riding I've done in a long time. Uh, I rode my four fifty. I rode Skippy's two fifty F. Um. We'll, we'll, I guess we'll tell Kinda. here in a you got, minute.
0: You got rode by Bradshaw's bike.
2: Bradshaw's YZ. I did go blue crew for the what two thousand twenty YZF four fifty that was brought out for Damon Bradshaw. I rode that bike. Um. A few laps before I damn near killed myself. Um. I
0: got a question. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Yeah. I mean, it's not too dramatic for you,
2: still, right? No, I'm, dude. I posted the, the video on Instagram <laughs> and Facebook, but <laughs> before, before we get to that, before go we ahead. get to that though, let's talk about my Friday night because you weren't, you didn't really give a shit, but Friday night, me and Brian from Cherrybees, we go out with the WPS reps, Bob Lowry and Damon Bradshaw, and Matt from Alpine Stars and Richard from. uh uh firepower a bunch of other guys and we we go out to eat Mexican food and there's a little hole in the wall bar next door and they go they want to go shoot some pool and I beat Damon fucking Bradshaw TJ I beat Damon Bradshaw That's all we oh, need to Really? Talk. I haven't heard about this. You haven't? Oh, it's 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 all no. over the news, man. I mean, it's all over the news.
4: In your news.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, I was I was so so excited. I finally we 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 uh we don't doesn't matter how many games we played. I did beat Damon Bradshaw at one point in pool, so that's that's my uh highlight of my whole weekend probably. But then yeah, let's you, get to have, let's get to Sunday if you're ready to talk about that.
0: Have you talked to Bradshaw after weeding his bike?
2: Yes, he has called me twice. As a matter of fact, threatening you? <laughs> no, no. Okay, <laughs> well so all right. So probably anybody that listens to this has already seen the footage. They already know what happened. Um. I, you know, they've seen my GoPro footage, but I kind of cut it off after I was laying there for about ten minutes. Um hey, I don't. That was the funniest part. What's what's that? The,
0: oh, oh yeah, yeah, me
2: trying to get air. Yeah, we've all been there. But yeah, I think I cut there. it. Go ahead. I cut it before, like once I could actually talk. There yeah. was a dude there, and I was go. I said something like. That was Damon fucking Bradshaw's bike. I can't believe I yes. fucking did that. Was that in the video? I couldn't remember if I left yes, it. That was in. Okay, the, that was in the All video. Right. Yes. All right. So yeah, I was pretty worried. Um, and yeah, like I kept getting told, "Oh, it's no big deal, no big deal." And come to find out, Damon had came over there and was actually chewing ass on the guy. There were some guys that were still riding while I was laying there, and there's pictures of him chewing those guys' asses. And then he, he called me. I don't know if it was that night or the next. And everything's kind of foggy, but. Just, man, don't worry about it. No big deal. Uh, you yeah, know, just heal up. The parts can be replaced. they're already. A- it's already actually taken care of. No worries. I was like, dude, I am so sorry. Like, the first thing I asked Brian <laughs> when he got to me was, what does the bike look like? I can't even hardly breathe. And I'm just like, dude, tell me the bike's okay. Please tell me the Damon's bike's okay. Please tell me he's not going to kill me. So... <laughs>
0: <laughs> the funniest thing is, is your highlight from the weekend is beating Dame Bradshaw, not the fact that Damon Bradshaw called you on your phone to check on you.
2: Yeah, it was beating him was the, the highlight for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I have a question about the wreck. let we'll okay. go back to the wreck. All right, let's do it. We all rode that, that the night track is the way I call it. They yep. got a big wall there that has about a I would call I would say it's probably twelve foot, maybe eleven foot drop off on the back side of this wall. Yep. Everybody even Mark and JT, we all overshot that, and nine times out of ten, and I did it like three times, and every time, I just would, like, land on the gas wide open and still make the step up.
2: Okay. Did you ever I land out take- to the
0: flat like that? Yes.
2: Oh. Because there was no—you yeah. f- you, you sent me a message, and some other guys on Instagram or whatever was like, why don't you just get on the gas? there was no forward momentum at that point it was a straight down drop
0: you still have to you, yeah dude. When you, see so, I, so what what the, po- the point i'm giving i'm actually I may actually concede after watching how easily that wreck would be to avoid you still may be a 30-year sea rider
2: <laughs> fair enough <laughs> dude if you listen I did get on the gas you hear the bike you know, and I let out on the You've clutch. you got a
0: panic rev in those situations. But I let
2: go of the clutch right when I hit, and it just, the bike just stopped, dude. And my bike, my oh. body just impacted the bars.
0: Yeah, you just, you just should have never had the clutch in. You should have yeah. just left the clutch out and landed wide open on the throttle. Well, For anybody who's listening and wants to um, know how not to do that, hmm. that's how you do that. Yeah, and and so look, we need to turn that video in to keep her so he realizes that maybe you aren't the right one off the show to to go do a, a bike tester. Well,
2: I'm, I won't be testing shit. I'm done, dude. It's a, I, I've made up my mind. I'm done.
0: Oh, sure you are. Okay.
2: Yeah, bike's getting sold. Um, <laughs> well, now, we'll see. I'm not joking. Like my job's in jeopardy at this point, so I'm done. Yeah. Um, but uh, the the bi- one of the biggest problems though, and one of the reasons I'm pretty adamant now is. I don't remember. I remember the section before the right-hander that's right before that jump. Uh-huh. I don't remember the right-hander. I don't remember the little straightaway. I have no idea why I jumped that. The first thing that – the first um, – when I jumped off that thing, as soon as I jumped off and I looked down, I went, what the fuck did I just do? Why? Why? Like I had enough time to think, what happened? Why did this happen? I don't remember the moment before. I have no idea yeah. like i I just i I kind of said at one point when I was laying there that I lost track of where I was, but it's not that I blanked completely, don't remember it, so that's scary to me and it just yeah it freaked me the fuck out so anyway i'm uh I'm sitting here this is uh Thursday afterwards, and I'm you know home and trying right now even just trying to catch my breath is. Not easy. Well, I
0: do remember the last wreck, and this is why you don't need to sell your bike. Give yourself at least six months before you sell your bike. And the reason why I say is because the last time you were like, yep, I'm done, I'm done. And then you're like, well, maybe I'll ride for fun and not race. And then you had probably one of the best days on the dirt bike in a long time. Like, bro, I couldn't, like, I could not just catch you and get around you. Now, I, I will say a little bit of it may have been the new bike and me trying to learn riding the new bike. Mm. But 90% of it was me just not being as fast as you were at Cycle Ranch. Well, and um, you were riding good. And so there's no point where, you know what I mean? And yeah. freaking out just yet. Give yourself. Uh, I, I don't feel
2: like I've had these, you know, last time I was in the hospital with, um, I think it was with the punctured lung the last time from Swan and the broke collarbone that first night I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm selling it. And by the next day I was like, shit, I want to go ride. Yeah. I, I want to go ride right now. I'm not, I want to be able to go ride again. I don't need to be. Yeah. I I mean, my job, my job is really in jeopardy. Like they're pissed. This is the third time in 10 years that I've been out with a major injury. Um, and, and it's a problem and I, I can't afford to lose my job. I can't, I just can't keep getting hurt. And this time I put a lot of, I put a lot of people out. Skippy had to fucking leave the, 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 the event. Yeah. Amber had to freaking you know, miss a couple of days of work and drive seven hours one way to come take care of me. Um, you know, Mark and Mark pool, muscle Mark and Cooley were going to like figure out and, and leave uh, their jobs well basically. To, yeah. To come get my van for me. Uh, you know, Hal was talking about, I'll take a day off and I'll come up there and bring your van home too many people.
0: I, I called you on Sunday. I don't know if you remember, but I was yeah. like, right, and I got, and then, "Hey, do I need to come back?" Right. You know what I mean, yeah. So, you, but that's what friends do. I we know, would, but you would do the same thing. But like I said, we'll, we'll move on from this yeah. talk. But um, uh, yeah, just put it off. Don't <laughs> sell your bikes just yet, unless you're trying to use well, it as an excuse to buy a blue crew later. No,
2: no. I mean, I'm not. I don't plan on selling them right now. But I, I really believe I'm done. We'll see. Yeah. I really believe I'm done though. Um, but anyway, overall though, the, the event was badass. It was really amazing. Uh, you know, got, had a good time. I mean, I'm glad you were able to come down and enjoy it. We, we did some interviews just a couple with Skippy and Damon on yeah. Saturday and yeah. just overall had a, had a fantastic weekend. Uh, it's unfortunate it ended the way it did and, but you know, that that's, that's part of the sport that we love. It is dangerous.
0: Yeah. And, it was really cool meeting Bradshaw. I I can't. I'm not the same as like you and Muscle Mark as far as super fans with Bradshaw. Yeah. Uh, I know who he is or whatever, but it, he's a really cool guy. Sitting around talking to him and all the guys that we met there were, and it was cool watching Bradshaw. Which I don't know if you posted up the interviews already.
2: Yeah, I did that. But, that night.
0: Yeah, watching watching him talk with just random people who you know, like fans that that are just for lack of a better term, you know, just, just the average Joes. Right. He just acted like everybody was his buddy. It was awesome.
2: Yeah, he he really is enjoying doing what he's doing now. So um yep. well, anyway, man, uh I guess if that if you have unless you have anything else, we'll wrap this thing up and we'll get on with our other guests here in a little bit and it's gonna be kind of a short show since I'm trying to catch my breath, but just wanted to yeah. put something out this week. The
0: funniest thing is is listening to you try not to laugh. And um, I'm hoping that somebody starts saying something that that's hilarious, so I get to hear this interview where you're like, can't laugh. It's pretty funny.
2: Oh, because I'm right now, you mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Can't, Because uh, your ribs hurt. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm a, I'm you're I'm awful. a little sore for sure. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, I I I had to get out. You know, I want to get some content up, and then there was a couple people on Twitter that were kind of busting Steve's balls, like, oh, Steve took two weeks off. Side about kills himself and is gonna do a show anyway. So I was like, yeah, I gotta get something
0: up. So. That's
2: awesome. <laughs> show how dedicated the Moto X-Pod show is. Um,
0: Dark Side weeds himself, puts up an interview on, you know, on the, uh, just that we did there, plus a video, plus doing the show. So, I mean, hey. Yeah,
2: and, and I'll be doing a classic wrap-up tomorrow night. And a classic wrap-up. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. But right now, I really don't have anything else to do. I'm home hurt. I can't go to work. So, what else am I going to do, right? All right, man. All right, TJ. Appreciate it, man. It was good seeing you this weekend, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, let All right, see ya.
4: If you want power, then you need
2: Williams
1: Moto Works.
2: Wait, wait what, what was that?
0: It's the Supercross guy voice.
2: No, no, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, builds performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, higher rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional
0: commercial, dude. So, like, if you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams MotoWorks at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at camdesigner or you can even email them at WilliamsMotoWorks. That's WilliamsMoto and then W-E-R-X at gmail.com. Okay, that's better. Not good, but better.
5: Hey Kylie,
0: does your husband have to deal with leaking shafts? No way, Kathy. He uses Shock Socks, the original and number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. Looks like the best way to keep grit and grime out of your fork seals. So, if you don't want the headache and expense of constantly replacing fork seals, get Shock Socks. Go to Shock Socks.com and visit them on Facebook to pick your color. And don't forget, they are available for street bikes, too.
5: What's up, Moto X-Pod listeners? This is Darkside, and as motocross racers, one of our top priorities is safety. That's why AllSport Dynamics wrist braces are one of my favorite products. AllSport Dynamics sees themselves as the Picasso of safety braces. Their passion for design and developing beautiful braces never stops. They've had the privilege to work with some of the largest names in the sports industry and have established a reputation for always bringing innovation to the table with every brace. For the pro chasing the championship or the six-year-old whose mom wants to avoid a broken bone, please try all-sport dynamic wrist braces. Go to motocrosswristbrace.com or check out Instagram at wristbraceguy or call 936-569-1003 and ask for Jeff Brewer or Gary White. And keep in mind, these are the wrist braces that Justin Bogle, Joey Cevacci, Weston Pike, Adam Cianciarello, Matt Gurky, and Brock wear in their pro careers. Check them out, all sports dynamic braces.
1: Powerband Racing is a suspension company dedicated to providing best service and products. They are committed to developing new products and improve your ride. They want your suspension to be the best it can be. They're based out of Minneapolis and they're a WP authorized service center And trusted by Ryan Sipes. many bikes to big bikes, they cover them all. Powerband Racing has your suspension covered. Contact them at 320-983-3400 and follow them on Facebook or Instagram.
2: All right, our first guest of the night is brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. X-Brand Goggles has grown into one of the top choices of goggles for many of the top privateers in the business. Visit xbrandgoggles.com, EKSbrand.com. Or email DarkSideMX3 at AOL.com for pricing. On the phone with me, Mr. Zane Merritt. What's up, Zane?
3: What's up, DarkSide? How you been?
2: Uh, I've been better, dude. I'm a little banged up right now.
3: What happened, man?
2: Uh, Was at Cycle Ranch this last weekend for the Fly Fun Day, and I ate shit on the night track and fractured four ribs and punctured a lung.
3: Dang, that is not good. No, no, I, uh, it's not. Yeah, that's not good.
2: But uh, you know it is what it is. We'll uh we'll just move on, and I'm home. I'm I'm you know on the road to recovery though. So, but let's talk about you, man. Uh, Supercross is right around the corner. Talk about what you've been doing for training, where you're training, and how that's going.
3: Yeah. So um, you know I've continued the uh, support through Quicks Motor Ranch, training with Kyle Regal and Zach Mashburn. Um. I've been committed to them both for the last five years, so I just decided outdoors went really well. I impressed a lot of people. I had a really good, solid, um, and very consistent year, so I'm just going to continue my training with them, and I continue my training with my uh, personal trainer, Kelly Smith, as well. So I'm just based out of underground uh, at uh, QMR right now, Mm -hmm. and um, just been working hard, man. You know, We're trying to get everything dialed in on the bike. We're... You know, right now we're not really testing too much, but we're testing. It. We're not really tr- like training too hard, but we're learning. Um, a lot, a lot of people are coming out there, so I'm learning what other people are riding, and I'm listening to everybody that's pitching stuff at me. I'm trying that; it doesn't help, it helps. You know what I mean? <laughs> right now, I'm open to everything because I've never rode, um, I've never rode Supercross before, right, and I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm just trying to learn, so.
2: And and how is that? I mean, to me, Supercross, you know, at my age and my lack of ability is pretty damn scary. So, for somebody who's so badass outdoors and very comfortable outdoors, what's it like, to me in trying to learn Supercross and know that you're about to race with the best riders in the world?
3: Uh, I'm really looking forward to it, you know. Just like the same thing, honestly, I kind of have the same opinion as outdoors. They, um... I always look forward to it, and I trained super hard. And I went out there and I impressed some people.
2: Hell yeah, you did. And
3: I, I look forward to the same thing. You know, I honestly, I, uh, I had an interview. Um, I can't. It was Racer I think it was uh, Daniel Blair. Oh no, it was Jason Whitegan. I told him. I said, this is this is the only way it's gonna happen is if I get a Supercross ride, or I mean, if I get a ride after Supercross or during Supercross. That's the only way I'm gonna be able to continue racing.
2: Okay. That's, so, that's, that's tough, right? I mean, it's it's extremely expensive, and they don't make it easy on the privateers.
3: No, not at all. And the thing here is with the schedule and everything, they they say that uh, they're trying to help us a little bit more, but I honestly looked at the schedule last year and the year before last, and then this year. I think this year is probably the hardest schedule um, for driving and traveling that it's been in the past couple of years. You know, I did a lot of research because, you know, we're trying to figure out my program we're going to do this year, um, I got some big news that I will tell you and I'll be posting on Instagram pretty soon, probably beginning of next beginning of next week. Kind of let everybody kind of think about it, you know, get the hopes up and see what's going to happen. And, yeah. And then I'm just going to post it on Instagram. But um, as of right now, you know, I won't be riding with uh, TPJ only for Supercross. I don't know my outdoor program or what's going to happen yet. Right now we're taking one step at a time. And uh, I'll be—I signed uh, with Team All south.
2: Oh, nice! And, uh,
3: so I'll be doing Team All south for uh, Supercross and for my rookie year.
2: Yeah, I love those guys, man—Lane Shaw and Van Martin. Uh, you know, that's a good group of guys, and uh, they—it's they, like a little, a, a small little family with amongst themselves.
3: Yes, sir, one hundred percent. And they're a great, great group of people uh, You know, I really look forward to them—Van uh, Martin and Current Thurman. They've been uh, coming out to underground and training with me, so we're already kind of doing, you know, some riding together. So it's always nice to ride and, you know, get along with the teammates, stuff like that, and a couple other people. So,
2: well, let's let's talk about nationals for just a minute. Um, you know, we had you on. I talked to you at a few of the rounds. Now that it's over and you've had some time to reflect on it, um, are you, you know, how do you are you happy with your results and did you impress yourself or did you think you maybe would do a little
3: better? Uh, I definitely think I could have done a a lot better. there were a bunch of times where I was in a super good position. I crashed. Uh I had the uh rookie jitters I crashed. <laughs> yeah. Um, I threw a lot of I threw a lot of points away and honestly I you know, I came in hundreds and third and, you know, the ranking so mm-hmm. I was four positions off from getting the pro number ninety or ninety eight, and so um I was pretty bummed on that. I know that we did have intentions to even have a pro number because we missed Supercross and everything like that, but just when it was all said and done, you know, when it hit, I was bummed that I didn't do at the end of the season what I expected I should have done. I felt like my results were impressing every single race, which was good. I stayed consistent every single race. but. I'll be completely honest. After that crash at Millville, I wasn't the same rider. Right. I wasn't the same person. You know, I had to. You know, it didn't. It didn't have a head injury, but it definitely had a mental impact on me. Um, I think I just didn't have the confidence lining up at you know Unadilla, Washougal, and Ironman for the last three races, and and it really hurt me. So I I think if that crash didn't happen, you would have seen a different kind of different kind of rider at um, the last couple races.
2: Yeah, you were definitely making you know a, a little bit of an uproar in the pits. People knew who you were; they were watching you. And at Millville, man, that that was a brutal crash. The, you know, a lot of people probably didn't see it, but that I mean, that thing hit you right in the damn jaw. And and you uh you I went and saw you after that in the pits, and you, you know you were in good spirits as you always are. But man, anytime you take a shot to the face like that, it's it's gonna mess with you.
3: Yeah. So like the thing was is. When it happened, obviously, I've talked to you since then. Yeah. When it happened, I, like, passed out afterwards because of, like, the the blood rushing and everything that happened. And then I got checked out. I was okay. Just had a uh, busted lip. And I didn't want to get stitches, so I just got a bunch of butterflies on my forehead. (laughs) And I was all good, you know. Like, everything was good. But whenever I was on the flight home and when I got home in the next two days, everything started kicking in. i bet. The pain started kicking in. The I started having really bad headaches, and and I didn't really, you know, there's no like I, you'll never really hear me at a race be giving excuses because I'm here to, you know, I'm here to impress, I'm here to do my job, you know, have fun and get a ride. Like we're out here, literally killing ourselves <laughs> to get something that people have that we're beating. So all I was trying to do was just hide and not think about what truly was going on in my head and truly was happening. Yeah. And I just wanted to focus, and try my hardest to improve my own riding, and, you know, my first moto at uh, Washougal was going good, I was, I think I was uh, 15th, and my back end slid out, and it high-sided and slammed me, when it slammed me, that's whenever, like, I really hit my head, um, honestly, I probably hit my head harder than that, tire hit my head, and it really, like, I was not feeling good at all, and then that learned to be my career worse, you know, so, I feel like with those two crashes and me getting my head hit back to back really affected everything, and like it was really the worst possible back to back race I could have. Had. It went from my career best to my career worst.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, I, I noticed that. I was kind of, you know, of course, I was keeping an eye on you, and that's uh, man, it's, it's disappointing. But like you say, it was your rookie year. Um, tell me something that you learned from racing the nationals this year that maybe you weren't expecting.
3: Uh well I mean, honestly I learned a lot um I learned that um throughout the season you just know, gotta be super precise and consistent on not overtraining I noticed where a few riders uh you know I'm not gonna say no names nothing since I was racing they were they were training real hard and you know during the weeks and they they the towards the middle of the season they were burned out or like. I just blow right by them halfway to the photo, you know, coming in 20 minutes in the motto or, or even, you know, 25, 30, wherever the, wherever I really, where my endurance that thing started kicking in because I was the comeback kid and I was the lion and, and, you know, um, everybody had anything name for me. Right. And, um, I feel like where I started doing really good where they were training, you know, Garrett Barstow as hard as they can every single day and I was like, Throughout the season, I started slowly, slowly, slowly taking it, uh, taming it down. Where I don't want to get burned out, and they did. And so I feel like I've definitely learned that. Where you got a point, and the you, know, you got a point where you just got to take take it down a notch. You know, yeah, yeah. And at the races, obviously, you know, you're 100 every moto, every practice, every everything you do. But during the week, you know, I'm driving three days a week, still working out too. And then whenever the season got to about halfway where Redbuck came in, I was riding two days a week working out. Uh two, but one mainly hard wellness just rope back in light, you know what I mean, and running light. So I feel like that I'm definitely that was the biggest thing I learned was to um stay healthy and stay consistent on my body and not let it just like deteriorate.
2: So did I see on Instagram did you cut your hair, dude? No. Okay. It must have just been the way the picture looked. Then I, I was—I was about to get get on to you a little bit about that.
3: No sir. So um, the uh, the big news, the big news photo. I still got the curls. I still got the locks. The building locks wasn't really going nowhere. <laughs> but uh, so, like, I recently, so a month ago, about a month or so ago, I got a, a new girlfriend, and she's been like really digging like the man bun. So oh yeah uh, yeah. Little off subject. That's kind of the new style, I guess. I don't know. we I like the curls. She likes the man bun in the curls. So we're
2: just. Yeah, you got to keep the chick happy. That's good, man. Um, you know, I don't know if you know Chris Kiefer or not, but he swears by. Uh, he always says hashtag home life, meaning if you got a good chick on your side, that makes things so much better, so much easier during the week when you go race. You got somebody there to support you, and uh be, be there for you. So that's good, man. Ha- happy for you, bud. Yeah.
3: Appreciate. It. Awesome job. She's always
2: she's always there for me, so I love it. Right on. Well, all right. So we talked a little bit, uh, you know, you're you're just kind of starting to train for Supercross, you know, not super, super hardcore yet. But let's you know, we got about a month and a half away. Um do you are you gonna run East Coast? Is that the plan? Yes, sir. So I'll be
3: running East Coast on a KTM team with team all south. Right. Um I believe my number is going to stay the same. at two ninety one. I believe that's my my professional number for a few years now, and uh, hopefully, actually, just this year because I'm ready. I'm ready for that two-digit number. I yeah! Ready for it. I was very smart after outdoors, but <laughs> we're definitely going to be getting it after Superstars.
2: Yeah, I I see two thousand twenty being a uh, a highlight year. You know, a a groundbreaking year for Zane Merritt. Um, I, I'm excited. What what are your expectations? I know we're pretty far away from East Coast starting, really, but what do you, what would you like to? Let's say the first race of the year. What would you, what are your goals? Is it just making the main, or are you setting your goals higher than that?
3: My goals. I've already talked it over with um, all my all three of my trainers. Honestly, um, my goals are not to be in a single LCQ.
2: Okay.
3: I would like to qualify out of each heat race and the very first race of the season honestly, I want it to be probably one of the best races of my season. I would my expectations and kids teeth are or better, and right now we're setting the goal at thirteenth
2: I like that man that's really uh so, that's that's you know that's that's a good goal i think i like I like not just saying I'm just gonna make the main events. I like having a number to attain to
3: <clears throat> well so the reason why I'm setting at thirteen is because my career best was thirteenth in outdoors, yep and I would like to at least match it or beat it. And Supercross is going to be a lot a lot harder, but at the same time, yeah, I think about it like this, Supercross is 22 of the best of the best. Yep. Of East and West Coast, outdoors is 42 of the best of both.
2: Yeah, absolutely, man. I, and I I don't see see any reason why you shouldn't be able to attain that. I mean, with the 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 ability you have and the style you have and uh, you know, I've seen a little bit of your Instagram videos, man. I, I think I think people are going to be really surprised, and some eyes are going to be opened, just like they were in the Nationals. For sure. Um, are you going to stick with Fly Racing, as far as you know, or was that was that just because of the TPJ deal?
3: So I signed a pro deal with Fly. I will be continuing support with Fly. I will be continuing support with Scott. Okay. And um, right now we're open to a lot of sponsors. Uh, you know, if anybody's listening that wants to help on financially or just really anything, um, we're open to a lot. We need... I really need a lot of help to go racing. Um, like I said, Team Off is helping out a lot, but there's still so much more that has to be um, covered and, you know, expenses that has to be paid, for there's a lot that goes in. I uh, i was very, very fortunate on the help I had for outdoors um, to go racing and be able to line up at all 12 rounds, all make all 24 races. Right. So, um... You know, If anybody's listening and they're interested in helping, my Instagram is Zane Merritt, 291, and my phone number
2: is 817-925-8395. Okay, so that's the best way for them to contact you, though, is through social media or just directly through your cell phone, huh? Yes, sir. All right, yeah, and if you guys are listening, uh, you guys always know how to get a hold of me, too. I can get you in contact with Zane. Zane, man, I can't wait to see you, dude, uh, lining up at a stadium. Um, I'm going to be at a number of the races this year, so I'm looking forward to seeing you, bud.
3: Appreciate it, man. I I really hope uh I hope to see you at my third debut at Tampa.
2: Yep, I'll do my best to get to that one. I don't have the I don't know exactly which ones I'm going to yet. I'm working on that right now, but uh good luck, man, and always a pleasure to talk to you.
3: Thank you, man. And as of right now, I just wanna say a little thanks to everybody that helped me out in the two thousand nineteen season and um a few of these sponsors are also moving on to the twenty twenty season. So I just wanna say a little thanks to Team All South, Fly Racing. The News TV Company, United Ashtrack. My discount code is Zane20. Head over there and check it out. Bell Helmet, Scott Goggles, Fashion Clothing, Fuel Clothing, Bolt Motorsports Hardware, TJ Cycles, Risk Racing, REP Suspensions, Acherby's, Patched MX, Get Ignition, QMR Training Facility, Kyle Regal, Zach Mashburn, Kelly Smith, My Personal Trainer, FMS, Sick Wakes, Lap King, Camp Construction, and big shout out to you guys for letting me back on the show. Thanks Anytime,
2: so Zane. Man, we really appreciate your time, buddy, and we will talk to you real soon.
3: Yes, sir. All right, take care, bud.
2: Bye. All right, that's Zane Merritt. Uh, I think, yeah, you guys may be surprised. Uh, I, I just feel, I feel a really good season coming off for this kid. Uh, I think a top ten is very, very likely. All right, commercial
0: break. We'll be right back. Since 1998, Fly Racing has been focused on developing the best gear possible. With research and development, they have become a leader in safety and comfort.
2: Fly Racing is worn by many of the top athletes in motocross and supercross, including Weston Pike, Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne, Andrew Short, Damon Bradshaw, and Adam and Tyler Antonap.
0: Seven-two I wear Fly
2: You Wear Fly too. The 2019 Fly Racing line includes the popular Light Hydrogen the new Evolution DST line, the all new women's light line, a redesigned F2 helmet, the FR5 boot, and Zone and Zone
1: Pro goggles.
0: Fly Racing also has hard parts for mountain bike products and snow gear. Go to flyracing.com or check out your local dealer for more info.
1: If you're looking for top quality hard parts, you need to visit Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the Moto X Pod Show. Find the flow with Torque One Racing handlebars, levers, shifters, brake pedals, and grips. Torque One Racing is the title sponsor of the Moto X-Pod show, so support those who support us. Visit TorqueOneRacing.com and order your Defy lock-on grips today.
2: Blood Lubricant's signature products, Blood Power Sport Series, Blood Racing Pro Series, and Blood Racing Pro Elite Series were all created to bring out the highest level of performance and protection for all types of racing. From dirt track to off-road, motocross, supercross, and drag racing, bloodlubricants.com has what you need. Along with their oil lines, Blood Lubricants provides chain loop, degreaser, polyclean, and other top-notch products. Independent tests have shown Blood Lubricant oils to allow your bikes to run up to 30 degrees cooler. Give Jeff Green and Blood Lubricants a try, and you won't be disappointed. Blood Lubricant sponsors
5: of Tyler Powers, Team PRMX, Team TXS, and many other pro
2: supercross and motocross riders. Visit bloodlubricant.com today. All right, next up on the phone, brought to you by Achirbys USA. For decades, Acherby's has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories. With products that fit perfectly, look amazing, and last, Achirbys is what you need. Visit achirbysusa.com or call one 800 659 1440 and let Brian take care of you and let him know the Moto X Pod show sent you on the line with me Mr. Ted Park Senior what's up man
4: Oh, just just hanging out enjoying the nice rainy weather
2: Yeah right right well um we're we're sort of on the doorstep of the 2020 Supercross season and I, I wanted to get you on the phone and just uh see what your plans were for 2020
4: Ah uh, we're still coming with the TPJ racing we're just gonna kind of scale it back a little bit eighteen twenty 20 riders a little bit of a little bit of a lot of work last year so yeah We're only coming with six full sponsored and uh i'm going to do one transport which is uh koga from japan okay uh, i used one out i had them on my team on the outdoor really good family really good people so that being said uh, i
3: wouldn't do any transports
4: just full sponsored and I went ahead and decided to put him
0: on.
2: Yeah. I, you know, I always, when I get to go to the races, you guys are just a million miles an hour. There's so much going on in your pit, So many riders, you're constantly working on the phone. Uh, I would imagine at some point, yeah, you need to kind of take a step back and maybe have a chance to take a breath.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I proved it could be done, but it takes a whole lot of money to run that, that size of a program. Right. And, uh, that being said, it's just uh, we don't really have a, enough sponsors in place right now to do 20 riders. I'd, I'd love to do it. You know, I'm turning a lot of guys down. I feel bad, but there's not a whole lot I can do about it, you know, move forward with for for the riders that we have and, and uh, hopefully have a good 2020 season.
2: Yeah, you talked about, the, you know, how difficult it is to get sponsors. I mean, when a, when a team like JGR, with which is basically the Factory Suzuki team, cannot get a title sponsor that what what does that say about our sport ted i mean you've been in this business a long time
4: well it's just you know it's hard it's uh trying to advertise for the companies and you know make sure you don't conflict with a a title sponsor if it does you know it's just it's tough and to get the advertisement you know when you see a bike going around the track, you don't really get to see what alls on that bike except when it's sitting on on the starting gate
2: right yeah so
4: i mean there's some there's some things there that need to change i mean when you when you watch certain sports on t v you see a a road going across the bottom of a uh, of a rider's name or or driver's name and it and it shows some of their sponsors
3: sure
4: uh, I think this is something we need to talk about. With the NBC and with Feld, with uh, MX Sports, uh, I think we need to start getting a little bit more advertisement for some of the teams.
2: Is, is that on a, the
4: national TV?
2: Is that an easy thing to do? To sit down and have a conversation with those entities like Feld and MX Sports?
4: Yeah, I mean, they listen to me. I mean, you know, we by the end of the day, I'm. You know, we all want the sport to grow. Yeah. So. You know, we talk about ideals that, you know, come up from different teams. You know, with them to say, you know, hey, I think this is something we ought to look into, and and they look at it and, and determine if it's able to do it or not. So, I think there's, you know, just the, the sport, it, it's it's growing. Uh, we have a lot of uh, a lot of fans involved in Supercross now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're trying to get them in the outdoors, you know, outdoors is is tough to bring your corporations. I've got some good ideas for them as well. You know, we need we need press boxes behind breachers. Okay. I mean, this is what it's gonna take to bring some corporations in.
2: Yeah, I, I do you think that these major sponsors, like I've heard other people talk about, you know, what you kinda compare it to NASCAR, which there really is no comparison, but maybe that a lot of people don't relate to racing motorcycles because they don't ride motorcycles in their real life. Like, uh, you know, whether it be a, a Verizon or the the CEOs at Verizon maybe don't, they're not able to relate to motorcycle racing the way they are car racing. Do you think there's any truth to that?
4: Uh, they all ride side-by-side and four-wheelers. True. Oh, you know, it's exciting to watch dirt bikes jump, jumps and go around <laughs> corners and the same bars. Yeah. Uh I think that, you know, when you do get the people involved, they're like, whoa, man, what, I've been missing out on this for all these years because it is the exciting sport. So I I think it's just a fact that a lot of the, the people hadn't been involved or don't really know the excitement of the sport.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that because, um, you know, most of the time when you talk to somebody that doesn't really know about the sport, they're like, oh, you talk about those guys that do tricks and stuff. That seems to be the general consensus, and then you show, right. them, show them what it is, and they're they're blown away.
4: Yeah. I think with NBC Sports, NBC Sports Gold and Mav, and these uh, companies coming in to telepise this stuff and get it out there, that, you know, our sport is growing. Yes, sir. Uh, we are bringing a lot more people. I mean, you know, if I could land the right sponsors, I mean, I could have 40 riders on there. Starting gate, you know
2: oh yeah it
4: takes, of, it takes a it takes a lot of equipment and it takes a lot of personnel and and uh staff to to run a program that size i proved it you know last year 18 20 riders again <laughs> i proved it could be done but uh man it, it, it was a lot of work it was tough we made it look very professional i thought everybody was pretty Said it looked really good uh Honestly, that many riders under 200 feet, we really need to do 300 feet, you right. know, 400 feet, and, and separate it out a little bit. But when you get into a program that size, well, then you're getting into, you know, bringing several several uh, different employees to, to help a program run like that and run, you know, on a professional note.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I don't think the average person realizes what goes into your program. And you know how hard you personally work to make it happen every year.
4: Well, it's just just my wife too. Yeah, I mean, uh, she uh, everybody what she outworks me, but yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, there goes. But she is a very hard worker. I'm, uh, I'm very blessed to have a uh, the, the wife I have. Yes, I sir. We're not out of the house right now, and she's trying to run circles around me on that too. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, that's that's awesome. You know, I was uh, last year was I felt like was a really good year for you, even w- you know with the growing a little bit and having so many riders and the extra stresses. Uh, you got had guys like John Short and Zane Merritt who opened eyes, and um, you know just a number of riders that were maybe not, you know, di- like I said, just kind of opened some eyes that were, were not necessarily household names, but were up there competing with some of the best riders in the world.
4: Oh yeah, we had Edwards six to nine a week in the top 20. Yeah. So that, that, uh, that refund was uh, getting kind of big some weeks. <laughs> Trust me.
2: Yeah, I and bet.
4: You know, I'm a, I'm a man of my word though. When I tell somebody something, I do it, you know, and I pulled a hundred grand out of real estate and got caught, but you know, I had no choice but to pull the money and keep the show going. And that's another reason why I'm cutting it back is I can't pull out of my personal retirement, my personal income. Yes, sir. So to go racing. You now I did it for many years with my builders interiors account. But when it gets down to pulling out of the retirement real estate I and mean, then that's when it's time to pull the reins back and uh you know, I love the sport, I love the people. I mean I mean last year the the, the, the guys I had on my team was just phenomenal. You know, uh we had a really good program.
2: Oh one absolutely.
4: Thing did, one thing I did learn is social media. Uh I now have an Instagram account and a Twitter account. I just look at it. I don't click on it and say I like <laughs> it. I don't click on it and say I don't like it. Right. But but this is something that is the new generation that I, I'm having to step up on. And that being said, I hired a full-on social media company just to come in and, and do social media for TPJ Racing. Wow, that's so, cool.
2: Yeah, I, I like you. you mentioned a second ago how much you love the sport anybody that's ever met you there's no way possible they could deny that as a fact um you 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 breathe eat and breathe this sport um you give so much back and you always always have time to talk to fans and writers and you know media and whoever i mean it's it's i i can't say enough good things about yourself and your wife
4: i i you know i really appreciate it i mean by the end of the day it's uh our sport wouldn't be anything without the fans, right you know and it wouldn't be you know without the the talent and the young riders coming up, you know these athletes that you know they put a lot of hard work into being a privateer and and it really uh puts a smile on my face when I get in the top ten and the top fifteen because that shows that you know hey we we are competing and we do have a chance, yes sir, you know, and it's a big heart you know with the family and everybody. And, you know, I just uh, I could do a lot of things in in life, a lot of other things if I wanted to. But you know, I chose this, and even going to the Netherlands, I never knew I was that popular over that, there.
2: That's cool. Yeah, I didn't even but, know that. Was that just recently?
4: Hell uh, yeah, we went to the MXO. Okay.
2: And, oh uh, yeah, yeah. And
4: what did Georgia. you think?
2: What did you think of that event? Um, you know, what did you think about our team going over early the way they did, and and just overall, what did you think about that event this year?
4: It was, it was awesome. I mean, I was uh, I was pretty impressed with the way it all was laid out and put together. And, and uh, our team, you know, our guys are, are good guys. They train hard. And I think one of our problems in the U.S. is we've got to learn to go out and train when it's pouring down rain this morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is something that, that our guy, and I know that, you know, it's it's harder to ride, no doubt. It's harder on equipment, but you know, any given Sunday you could be in a mud race. Yeah, and well, you have to be prepared to know how to ride in the mud.
2: Yeah, we saw that at a few rounds, including Millville that I was at this year, this past year. Right. So yeah, right. you know, even red Bud the year before. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, a mix of nations last year. Yeah, that was just right. unreal how everything yeah, two fell years apart. In
4: a row. Right, two, two years in a row it got handed to us, and you know it's just. uh you know, any given Sunday but you gotta train in it. I mean, look at Kevin them, and some of these guys, you know, they could really rip it up in the mud. And not to not to knock our guys, but you know, even my even my own guys on my own team, well it's raining today. I don't care. You're gonna go out and ride. <laughs> right. We're gonna burn a well, I'm sorry. <laughs> well we might crash. Well at least you'll slide.
2: Right, you well you might crash any time yeah. you go out and ride.
4: That's right. I mean, it's just you know, it's it's something that that the the Americans got to start you know doing a little more of is training in the bad mud conditions.
2: Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. You know, it's it's gotten to a point where we we probably put so much of our focus on Supercross, and maybe the yeah. guys don't take the the outdoor racing as serious as the the Euros do, and, and those guys practice year round for outdoors. And it's going to be very difficult, I think, for us to be competitive at an MX of MXDN if we don't put a little more effort into it. Uh, and our schedule's a little different. I understand all those things, but, right? But I think it, I definitely think it's possible. And and I feel like we had a really good shot this year. Had you know Justin Cooper not in, and Jason Anderson not crashed in that first that first race, really?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent. I mean, we did have a. We did have some of the best riders over there, but yeah, you know, like I said, you just you never know what's going to happen to any given Sunday. But absolutely, you know, all, all the event was awesome. Georgie was there with the TV people and flashed the camera in my face in my pitch, <laughs> and I wear the cowboy hat with the yep. on it.
2: Hell yeah! Everybody and, knows. Everybody knows Ted with the, the cowboy hat. That's for sure.
4: Oh, oh yeah. Oh, um, yeah.
2: So before I let you go, can you do you have all your riders signed? Do you uh, can you announce your riders yet?
4: Uh, I'm putting my announcement together. Okay. Uh, I still have two more deciding. Uh, one uh, East Coast Lights and one 450. Gotcha. Rider. That is uh, there's a couple that we're talking to. Okay. Uh, working on finalizing them, but you know as far as who's signed is, uh, I'll tell you that James Weeks. Jimmy Weeks, number seven hundred, used to be, now he's number sixty five in one year. Yes, sir. That, that that young man is totally amazing. Totally amazing. Yeah, he got it. And he came to my house, he trained, he got up every morning, he cooked his breakfast, he washed his skillet, dried it, and put it back in the cabinet. Wow. And you don't get a lot of kids like that.
2: No, sir, you're 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 uh, right. They're they're usually wanting man. things done for them.
4: Right. No, not this kid. No, he's uh he's got a big heart and Corbin, Corbin Hayes is another good kid. You know he he does his college work every night and mm-hmm. and gets up and trains in uh, rides. So I mean you know he's he's studying for his degree.
2: Nice. And
4: uh, and, and, and I heard he's supposed to be graduating, getting his first degree in uh, in December. So you know that being said, that, you know with these writers they, uh, it's it's very impressive. So we have Corbin Hayes on a uh, he's the uh, lights on the west. And then Mason Morton is lights on the West. And then we have Austin Paula on 450. 50.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: We have Dylan Merriam on 450. Both these guys are on Hondas, by the way. Okay. Uh, Honda's is Honda has really stepped it up and done a lot for my program for these riders. And I'm very impressed with Honda. Very impressed with them. I, I wish the other OEMs could step up and do as much, but you know, it is what it is, but, but Honda does put their heart into the, uh, into the uh sx series
2: yeah that's good
4: I, I i uh you know Jim, james weeks is my other 250 rider i mean 450 rider i'm sorry okay those are my three 450s and then you know we have uh mason Wharton and corbin hayes and then on the uh on the uh east coast lights we have lane shaw and that's why I have one open in there. And, of course, the 450 guys is, is uh, waiting to be announced. Okay. Uh, three riders we're looking at right now that's uh, working out all the final details with Fly. and You know, my other sponsors. Sure. Uh, oh, The the thing is, is, is I have so many sponsors. <laughs> Everybody wants to do what Ted does. They want to go start teams. And, and you know, and, and I try to teach people. Don't get me wrong. But it takes years. You oh, don't yeah. do this. You don't do this overnight. I mean, you know, I have Karcher and Lucas and Borelli and Fly and you know a Chervist and EBC and La Cruz and you know Engine Ice. and you know I can I can go on and on of all my all my major sponsors that I have, and then I have you know companies that have nothing to do with the sport that help pay for the riders to go racing. You know, I I raise monies that instead of putting it in my own pocket, I put it back in a rider's pocket. Yeah, so we refund their entry and give them a hundred bucks toward a motel, a hundred fifty toward a flight, and I don't care if you drove to the race, we still pay you that, and that gives you extra money for the ones that you do have to fly to. Yes, sir. You know? And it's it it's just to help the sport and and help these athletes and the parents and and help them go racing. So, yeah. Said you know, I, that, that, I mean I got you know I picked up another uh, United Paying Company in California. They're a good company. Uh, that are donating monies along with, you know, Extreme and DFC and Monarch Heavy Hall. And of course, we still got voice excavating and, you know, uh, got Jesus. I got my own minister coming this year to, uh, to do the ministry to the writers every week. And, and, and I think it's going to be huge to sit these kids down and let them know, you know, be appreciative, be thankful. Yes, sir. Right there, give it what you got, you know, give it, give it all you got. And, uh, you know, any, any given Sunday, you could be the guy
2: on the podium. Well, you're definitely the the man to live in the right way, uh, showing those kids by your own um, way, you know, the way you do things by giving back and not being selfish. Uh, I think you're, you're definitely a a good role model for these kids to, to, uh, as a team manager, team owner. Uh, I I just, like I said, I can't say enough good things about you.
4: Well, I really appreciate it, Jamie. I really do. I mean, you know, by the end of the day I'm really just Ted. It's amazing. People think I'm a rock star and want my <laughs> picture. Actually, they want the cat's picture, you know. They always want the cat's
2: picture. Oh yeah, yeah.
4: World poor old cat fourteen years old now. <laughs> he's toothless, but he's he still he still gets around. He's, he knows it's time to go racing here for long. And right. We we are coming in with the one semi with the ninety foot setup. Uh I debuted it at the Monster Energy Cup. It is uh, red, white, and blue. That's the awesome. Brand new blue cover, it's pretty sharp.
2: I love uh, it.
4: Yeah, we're, uh, and then of course, we're going to help out Road to Recovery. Okay. Anita Button and Lori, we're going to, we're going to haul the box for them again in 2020. And then, uh, you know, Karcher, man, I can't say enough good things about Karcher. Yeah,
2: they, they've they been on board with you for a, a few years now, right? Two or three at least?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. we're just, you know, there again, when it comes down to, Jamie. when it comes down to social media, that's where I was slipping a little bit, okay? And this year, that's why I hired a company. <laughs> it's in the right contracts. They have, it's mandatory to talk about these products.
2: Fantastic.
4: It's a posting and hashtag, and, and, and I get it now. You know, I understand it's, I'm old generation. Right. But, but, you know, I understand what it, you know, what it's about is, you know, all this posting and talking, so, you yep. know, that means said, we are at next level, two and, we got a company out there. We got you know photographers, website builders, and you know website people, and you know we're gonna we're gonna try to scale it back to you know the six full sponsor riders, and uh, and make another go, and and hopefully you know I got a lot of two digit guys, and I'm hoping that you know we get four out of five every week in the top twenty, top twenty two.
2: That's a good goal. I like it, and I I cannot wait to uh, to see you and talk to you at A1.
4: Yes, sir. Same here. Same here. Uh, Like I said, we we appreciate everything. Appreciate everything in the sport, and appreciate guys like y'all that gives us a chance to talk about our program. And you know, I've been sending my riders on to uh, other other race teams. You know, telling them, hey, you know, here here's a bunch of riders that need help. Right. Uh, It's it's going to be tough this year.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is.
4: I think the weather's going to be a big factor, and then the, the traveling the miles is going to be tough too. So, you yeah. know, come down to it. If I get the right check, I can bring the trailer and, and 10 more riders, and and fail can set their tent up like they did in Atlanta, and we put all the riders under it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, but it's, it, it takes, you know, it takes an additional amount of money to do that.
2: Yes, sir. Well, I just wanted to get you on here because I always appreciate having a chance to talk to you. Uh, and like I said, just I think what you do for the sport fantastic. And I can't wait to see you in just a, about a month and a half.
4: Yes, sir. Oh, it's coming quick. Six yes, weeks, sir. Isn't it? the gate drops.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's almost here. I got to yeah. start booking some flights.
4: Oh, I know. Yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, that's what I try to tell my riders is you book the whole season and it's cheap.
2: Right. Yep. And, and
4: you know, if, if you do Southwest and medical, you get a refund. So right, you know that. So that's you know that's why I try to teach these riders is is you know our program is if they book ahead of time they make money.
2: Yes, sir. Well, I you appreciate know, you coming ben, on.
4: Band made a pretty good check last year. So oh I really? Oh yeah, he did all right. And, and uh, short and yeah, you know I just uh, a little roost Lorenzo and you know even uh, you know we we had a lot of good writers last oh, year. Oh, you I did mean, absolutely. I mean, it's just—it was amazing, you know. Zane Merritt, all these guys were giving it what they had, you know. I mean, right. Zane got a top twenty once, and, you know. That's not too bad for your rookie year. No, it's not.
2: I I you actually know? just got off the phone with him. He was on be- right before you. Oh, okay. So yeah, Zane, yeah. I I love the you know I love our Texas guys. Obviously, John Short's a buddy of mine. Um, so I, I they're still going to do quite well this year. I I think big things are coming for those guys.
4: Yeah, I hope so. They they picked some other teams, and I just hope that the the teams do what they say they're going to do. You know, right? That's, a, that's the thing in a sport is you got to watch what some of these guys promise you.
2: Absolutely.
4: Uh, but you know, those are those kids have big hearts, and they and they train hard and focus on their program. So right, I you know, wish them the best and see them at the races and hope everybody stays healthy. That's the main thing.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, Ted, I'm going to let you go. Uh, I really appreciate you taking some time tonight for us. And like I said, I'll see you in just about, what, six weeks or so?
4: Yes, sir. Thank okay. Thank you very much. For your time.
2: All right. Thank you. Take care.
4: Yes, sir. Right,
2: it's Mr. Ted Park, senior, TPJ racing. If you guys go to a Supercross this year or a national later in the year in 2020, you got to go by and say hi to Ted. Uh, tell him thank you for what he does because he, he does work really, really hard and fights for these kids. Um, all right well we're gonna wrap this thing up. I do want to announce that um, I guess two weeks ago we we did the giveaway for the fly Zone Pro goggles and we drew Mr. Jim Vidmar's name so he's the winner of the goggles. Those things should have went out yesterday I believe. but anyway uh, we're gonna wrap this thing up. I'm gonna go try to get some oxygen in my lungs and I'm sure we'll be back next week. Thanks guys.